Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Kyle Webb. And this is his brother, Nathan Webb. And you are listening to our second episode of our brand new podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. That's right. And if you were listening last week, you know we reviewed the John Carpenter's version of Halloween. So this week, we're going to go ahead and jump right into Nathan's pick, the 1974 boring Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Come on, come on. Right, we are. We're going to jump right into it, but we do have a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we made a few mistakes last week, and we wouldn't be good podcasters if we didn't right the wrongs. Mm-hmm. Um, one ma- major thing, uh, we forgot to edit last week's episode. We were very excited. We felt pretty good about it, so we just went ahead and hit that button. Um, but there was a part that we were supposed to edit out. I was talking about a steady cam. There was a short pause, and then I repeated myself. So ignore that part. Things happen. We're not all perfect. But it was called a Steadicam, wasn't it? Correct. It is called a Steadicam, actually. So if you were wondering, that is correct. And uh, I also said that it took John Carpenter three weeks to write this. I actually, we researched it a little bit and found out it only took him ten days. So I uh, I overshot it. Sorry about that, John Carpenter. You were so amazing in my book. <laughs> That's right. Um, another thing, I said that the boy's name was Michael Doyle. Um, his name is definitely not Michael, because the lead character's name is Michael. Yeah. Uh, his name is Tommy Doyle. So the little boy that Lori babysits' name is Tommy Doyle. Um, hmm. Another thing that I forgot uh, was who played Dr. Loomis, another main character of the movie, obviously. He was played by actor Donald Pleasance. I think his last name is pronounced Pleasance. I could be wrong. He has passed away, so we're going to stick with Pleasance. Pleasance was the most established actor <laughs> cast in the movie, and therefore he was paid the highest Want to take a guess at what he made? Wrong. $20,000. I was going to say tens. The most paid actor on that film was $20,000. That's more than John Carpenter. It is more. Didn't he make, he made ten grand. Ten to grand. To write, direct, and score the film. <laughs> and Loomis paid $20,000 for his role. I guess it pays to be a psychiatrist. <laughs> God. But, uh... What I was thinking about it, uh, you know how you're saying, like, why can't this motherfucker die? Yeah. Well, Deborah Hill, she's the co-writer and producer, she actually states the idea came from you can't kill evil. So Makes sense. He can't die because you can't kill evil. Right. So that explains why the motherfucker was shot six times and don't rap about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that uh, Carpenter admits, and it kind of answers my question also, or my, my question, but my... My problem with the lead character, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't actually Carpenter's first choice. Um, he wanted, who was that girl? Ann Lockhart. Uh, she was the daughter of June Lockhart from Lassie. Oh, good old Lassie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wanted Ann Lockhart to play it, but they ended up finding Jamie Lee Curtis, who was just some TV actress, but she was eventually cast for the role and. She did a pretty good job. Yeah, he didn't even watch TV, so he wasn't even interested. <laughs> but, I mean, thank God that uh, she was casted for something else, because otherwise I would have grown up, like, adoring some other random lady. Jamie Lee Curtis, like, in my 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 book, she was great. <laughs> I know you thought she was boring or Not boring, she just seemed too old for the role, but who yeah. am I, who am I? Um, another thing about her, though, they said that they knew... Jamie Lee would be great publicity for the film because her mother was in Psycho. Another good film. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe another review coming up. <laughs> Plug. 
Yeah, but speaking of plug, nice I'm going to go ahead and uh, plug the Instagram because we did go ahead and make it about 10 minutes ago. It is uh, the old at sign, two bros and a review. So that's the number two spelled out, B-R-O-S and a review. Follow us, like everything we post, share it, send us messages, comment, let us know what you think. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us that you hate our guts because we are talking shit about these movies. Or that you love us because we are adoring these movies. Whatever you want to do, that's how you get a hold of us. And let's build this podcast together. Yeah, come on in. So you want to begin this review? or? Yeah, I think we've swept enough under the rug. Let's go ahead and start talking about this 1974 classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, did you say... I was about to fall asleep. You, you started about talking to fall about asleep, this. yeah. <laughs> no, like... In my opinion, the intro was too long. Like, like I understand, like, you hold know... Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me give a little information about the movie, and then you can okay, give us your okay. opinion. Don't make it long as the intro, because... Oh, just, oh, nice. That thing, okay. okay, so it's a little <laughs> quick tidbit, but again, as last one, I did not... These are not my words. I pulled this offline so we have the correct information for our listeners. This is something we're going to try and do every movie... So just be ready for some facts. That's right. You can listen if you've never seen the movie. You can listen to this, and then I bet you'll watch the movie afterwards and know a little more. Spoiler alert: <laughs> American slasher film directed by Toby Hooper Hopper. I'm not good at pronouncing names, but that's who it's by. Yeah. It was written and co-produced by Kim Henkel. Again, why can't these names be easy? <laughs> Whatever. That's who directed it and produced it. The film follows a group of friends who fall victim to a family of cannibals while on their way to visit an old homestead. The film was marketed as being based on true events to attract a wider audience and to act as a subtle commentary on the era's political climate. Although the character of Leatherface and minor story details were inspired by the crimes of the murderer Ed Gein, its plot is largely fictional. You know, Ed Gein's my wife's favorite serial killer. Like, we talked about it. That's weird thinking about that. I love serial killers, so me and Erwin <laughs> might have to start a podcast, too. <laughs> there you go. Hooper produced the film for less than $140,000. So this is actually more low, low budget than Halloween was. <laughs> and this is four years prior. Um, the cast was relatively unknown actors drawn mainly from Central Texas, where the film was shot. The limited bu- budget forced Hooper to film for long hours seven days a week so that he could finish as quickly as possible and reduce equipment co- costs. Wow. That's crazy. So, back to it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I thought that the intro was too long. There was a a long darkness while they were having the the guy talk. And I understand, like, it, like, fades slowly into, like, the radio that they're listening to in the van. But it was just, like, the buildup to actually show something, show a visual, was too long in my opinion. Like, they could have shortened it up. They could have had like you know them like driving for a little bit longer after the like. See what my my qualm when it comes to being boring was the actual driving part. I felt that they were in the van for too long. Like, actually, I, I'll just go ahead and bring it up now. They did not build suspense like Halloween did. I'll completely give you that. Yeah. There wasn't any suspense for this movie up until the point. Where um, Leatherface. Leatherface is chasing after... No, sorry. Before Leatherface starts chasing after. When uh, Sally and... Uh, what's his name? Franklin 
are she's pushing Franklin through the woods to let's, try to find their friends. Yeah, let's get through that. <laughs> like, get, I, I have some 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 qualms okay, about that. Hold, hold but, on, hold yeah. on. <laughs> but up until that point, there was no suspense. And then yes. this motherfucker pops out with the chainsaw, guts him. It was awesome. Sally starts running from then on. It's nothing but suspense. Yes. But it took a long time to get to that. So I will give you that. Yes, and that. Speaking of the van, it just. It it was so funny that they had like that all of them in the van for so long, and then for some reason they stop so Franklin can pee into a coffee can. It's like he couldn't have just peed in the van in the coffee can. Why they have to? Uh, it, was that to introduce that dudes in a wheelchair? Like I don't know. It was just it was kind of just funny to me. Like <laughs> I, yeah, that scene. I'm not sure why that was in there. I'm sure maybe we can do a little research and maybe find out what the point of it was. Yeah. Um, because I don't think it was necessary. But I mean, it's a lot. They're traveling a long way to go find Sally's uh, dead grandparents because the um, cemetery had been vandalized. Yeah. Which we find out later who that's by. Um. So yeah. I mean, they're just showing that they're on a long road trip, I guess. Yeah. But it was awkward. I chuckled a little bit when he uh, fell down the hill. <laughs> I'm probably yeah. pretty sadistic for that, but I don't. I don't really know what the point of that was either. I'll give. I'll give you that too. I find that that character was my least favorite in the movie. Yes, absolutely. Like when they were all upstairs and like he's like uh, Franklin's by himself and, and he kept know? doing thing or whatever. And the only time he struggled in this wheelchair was when he was trying to get through the door to get in that house. Mind you, they pushed. They went through woods in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, well, he had somebody pushing him. Yeah, but, but still, but you bring you know, that up. I, I actually had a little little note for that. Uh, way to leave a paraplegic all by himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what kind of quality friends does he have? <laughs> yeah, no, it was like uh, that was one of the the things I thought of, and I was talking to my wife about it. Like, like I know some wheelchairs that they make now nowadays. 2020 that can't get through those woods and Sally's just pushed him along. Yeah. 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 Um, we got a little ahead, of, a little ahead of ourselves there. Um, going back to when the ride, uh, on the ride, they pick up the hitchhiker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> First of all, it's 2020. Of course, I'm going to say this now, but back then I still feel the same. Fuck picking up hitchhikers. Who picks up hitchhikers? It was the seventies. I don't care. Did you see this motherfucker? Would you have picked him up? Face. I wouldn't have picked him up. <laughs> But, in their defense, something I did notice they did was, like, when they pulled up, he opened the door and jumped in. Like, they didn't, like, they didn't show, like, he didn't, like, walk over to the van and talk to him for a second and hop in. Like, he just hopped right, right in. But they stopped. Yes. Um, but which, that was the 70s, and they were all hippies then. Right, like, right. He is driving a V-Dub bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> Last week, I introduced you to movie tropes. Mm -hmm. That's another one. Making wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. There's always making wrong decisions in these kind of movies. And that was a wrong decision. Oh, yes. No, there was... This was a movie trope movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I even messaged you. I was like, what was that called? Because I... Like, I'm trying to explain it to Brittany, like, what that is. Because, like, the point when he said, let me see your knife. Like, why would you hand him the knife? And, right. Like, I'm getting ahead of myself, but we can jump back to this part of the movie. But when Franklin loses his knife and he keeps asking for his knife, I thought that knife was going to end up being relevant later in the movie, and it never and it was. Wasn't, right. And it pissed me off. But like how you were saying, like watching these movies, expecting to do a review, makes you look at them different. So right. that might be why, like I noticed things that pissed me off and made me think it was boring because I was looking to pick at a movie. But I got you. Yeah. 
I respect it for what it is, but seeing the one with Jessica Biel, like, it makes more sense to me. Right. Um, <laughs> at least the chicks were hot. Yeah. I mean, they're no, they're no Jessica Biel. Yeah. But Pam and Sally could definitely get the D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I don't know. It must have been cold during the filming. Yes. Did you notice that Sally's nipples were hard the whole way through? Yeah, even when she ran into Leatherface. It's super hot there, but <laughs> she's got hard-ass nipples. Yeah. But I can tell you, uh, the first chainsaw scene seemed to be the best shot, in my opinion. Like, him sawing uh, the guy hanging, yeah. or the guy on the table with the chick hanging in the back, like, on the hook. I just thought the way they did that with just showing him, like this and all of a sudden you just see her in the background like i thought that was the best like in my opinion that was my favorite scene they filmed in the movie gotcha um I, right before that when uh he first gets the guy he like swings the door open real quick and then you see leatherface for the first time mm -hmm. i thought that was an outstanding shot it's it's a quick brief thing but just the way he like opens the door real quick and there you see leatherface standing there that's pretty freaky you know which, which no, scene the, I'm talking about? the door was already open when he grabs the guy, and like after he not hits him with the hammer, he like slams the door behind him, like so. Yeah, okay. But yeah, right. no, that was that in a movie theater. I could see where that would scare the shit up. The sound of that door shutting. Right. I wonder how many times it took him to get because it looked like it was a pretty flimsy door, but it, it, it was. I mean, it was a good action shot. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. And uh, but back to the the van, like when he did when he cut himself. And then he, like, handed him his knife back. It was just like Franklin was like, ask. He's like, is that blood? Does that look like blood to you? It's like, yeah, the dude just used your <laughs> right. knife to cut his hand open. <laughs> He's not the smartest pair of punch, <clears throat> is he? Yeah. But it was interesting. Like, there was, there was some funny, like, it was just funny because I'm, I know I'm watching a horror film. Yeah. So a lot of stuff was just like. <laughs> See, you had, you had watched it prior to me. And text me saying, can we please not do old movies ever again? <laughs> and I haven't watched the movie since I was a kid in the, in the early 90s. Yeah. So back then, it, I, I would have never even thought of it the way I do now. But I watched the movie last night. And the whole time I'm thinking, all right, when is this going to get boring? Because my brother <laughs> said it's boring. So I was really worried that it was going to be super boring. But I didn't think it was that bad. The, the long ride, the long car ride seemed too fucking long. Was, and the fact that they didn't build suspense until after two people were already dead. Three. No, because it's out out of the group of, of people that were in the van initially. There were there was I mean there was plenty dead before that, but it never really showed any of those. But I'm talking about the there was the two um, characters, the uh, not the driver. Well, you're talking about build suspense when they're in the woods with the wheelchair, right? Yeah, that's when it first started picking up. They'd only killed two people at that point. No, he killed the guy, he killed the girl, and then he killed the other guy. At that point, when they're in the wheelchair, or in the woods with the wheelchair, it's just Pam and, uh... Sally and... Uh, Sally... I thought her name was Pam. That's the other girl. Pam okay. is the other one. Sally so, is the, yeah, so the Sal final girl. Sally and Franklin were the only two out of their crew that was still alive. Okay, I... I thought that there was still another one live that ain't killed yet, but... I'll have to check. I'll have to go back and look at that just to clarify, but... We'll have some housekeeping for next week. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, the, okay, either or, the suspense definitely did not pick up until 45 minutes into the movie yeah. where they're out there. And uh, Franklin says he hears something 
So he turns, and then out pops fucking... Yeah. That's my favorite scene. He just pops out, probably because I hated Franklin. Yeah. But it was also that, just gutting the shell. Brittany so. was like, thank God. Like, I, sh- I heard her say, thank God. And I was like, yep. But... How, speaking of running through the woods, as a big-ass man to be running chainsaw. that much with a big, heavy-ass chainsaw, if that was me, I'm in decent shape, I would have probably ran for, like, maybe half a mile and I'd been done. This fool is just superhuman once again. He's So is, so is Sally. The bitch jumped out the second-story window and was able to get away from Leatherface. <laughs> well, she's that goes back to trope. She's the final girl. Yeah. It was just like, I'm thinking like, this bitch ate her Wheaties because she jumped out the window. And a thing that I didn't like was she just screamed too much. Like oh. a trope. The trope for that was she could have gotten away because she was like, so like, it was dark, you know, pitch black. And then, but she kept going, Aah! and it was just like, well, this bitch quit screaming. She was scared. There's a big ass hefty dude with the chainsaw coming after her. Um, yeah. There's Leatherface again, man. He keeps trying right to get outside the door. Um, we're doing a podcast. Leave us alone, Leatherface. Um, no, but with her screaming too much, this is later on, so we're jumping ahead again, but it's all right. Uh, the dinner scene. I love the dinner scene because it showed how crazy they were, mm-hmm. um, but they definitely overdid it. There was too many close-ups of her eyes and her face. And, yes. Like, they went back to that way too much. And she was just screaming the whole time. They were screaming. They kind of it was like, okay, they're they're fucking crazy, but too many close ups. Like I think they overdid it there. And they showed up the close up of of the dad the most, like where he like, I I guess it was him saying like, don't torture, like getting that kind of thing in his head. But then as soon as they're like, let Grandpa do it, he was like in in all it into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the little research after I watched the movie, I did pull up a little thing and. uh Sally, I don't know the actor's name. That's another thing for housekeeping next week. But the girl that played Sally, she was legitimately terrified during that scene because they'd been filming for so long and she's strapped, literally tied down to a chair and they got these three big guys screaming and laughing over top of her and stuff. So she said she was legitimately terrified and happy to get that scene over with. Oh. <laughs> so I found that pretty interesting. Yeah. So that, I mean, that maybe that's why they focus on her eyes and stuff because she was legitimately scared. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But we, I mean, we like. What do you want to jump jump back to the, the van scene? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, what do you got? Oh, just like the part where he like, takes takes the photo of Franklin. I thought like, can they show us the photo there? Right. Yeah. Looking at like yeah. <laughs> I'm so I know it sounds like I'm just a fucking hater, and I'm not. Like I just, I I'm I'm a nitpicker when it comes to things like that. Like I want to know what everyone's looking at. Okay. And then he just. Fucking burns it like in front of him, right? Like, like shit, you can't, you could have at least had it flipping over face up, so we could have seen a little bit of of the photo, like because they're all saying it was blurry and shit. It was probably a really good picture. It probably wasn't a photo at all, man. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, but yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting how they did some of the things in the movie, which I mean, it was a first of its kind. Yeah, it was actually banned in several countries. Um and were stopped being shown because of how gory and violent it was. Again, us watching it back now, we're so numb to like that because yeah. what we're used to. But back in 74, I guess it was so bad that it was banned in uh, a few different countries. So it did uh, have the highest profit grossing over $30 million at the box office, which it wasn't topped 
until four years later by Halloween. Oh, so we're, we're doing good on these. The movies we're picking yeah. up. And these are just movies like like we picked out of nowhere, like not thinking that we didn't research them before we picked them. We just nope. picked them. And ha- Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I haven't watched them since I was a little kid. Yeah. So. Well, the movie for next week. I picked that. Like, I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember liking it a lot, so... I've got it. Can't wait to hear what, what you picked. So. I've got to wait till the end, because i got a couple more things I need to talk about. <laughs> okay. Give them to me. i, I got a few tropes that I picked up on. I'll see if you got any others, but go ahead and... and well, mine, mine are a little more towards the end of the movie, so I'll let, like, whatever you have are thinking about, I'll let you kind of bring up, just because mine are, like, kind of last few shots of the movie thing like okay um i must have gotten into it at a point because i stopped taking notes probably a point when they got to the the suspenseful chase oh that's what it was leatherface was so energized when he had to chase her because he didn't have to chase the other ones like they literally just like oh hey what's up oh Oh, right (laughs) oh hey like literally all three of them like right to his lair (laughs) like (laughs) yeah who goes in okay again i guess 1974 you just go to a looks like abandoned house and just go into doors and shit but like who goes into these places just walks right in that was their damn fault for getting hit with hammers and hung on hooks (laughs) third guy i could understand he was looking for his friends he looks on the porch Shows the blanket, which they never went back to show bitches shit on the swing that she sat down on. Do you remember that? She oh, had like yeah. a like an overcoat or something, and she took it off and set it down on the swing, and then got up. The but wasn't time. it hanging over the um the doorstep or the porch? The, no, That's... that was the blanket that he that they were they were like it was like a because they were supposed to be going to the swimming hole, so yeah. they had a blanket, and she had like an over like. I don't know, overlay. Like okay, that. so she left that on the swing, but then put the blanket on the porch? He had the, he took the blanket, he had the blanket in his hand, so when he went inside, he like, I think he heard something or something and went inside, but he set that on the porch. Okay, that's, okay, alright, we're, I gotcha. Because the second guy, he looked and saw the blanket, and that's why he went into the house. Yeah, and okay. they never went back to showing the shit on the swing, and I was just like... Gotcha. I was like, that's just one of those things where like, they over... Like like the knife. They just overdid it to where you think that that was going to be relevant for something. Yeah. The blanket, I already knew that was going to be why the dude was like, all right, I got to go in here. <laughs> like, gotcha. quit playing around, guys. Like, hey. <laughs> but the first two had no business going in the house. Yes. Um, and he and she's like in the freezer and he opens it and she jumps out like, ah. <laughs> yeah, what's up with the, like, is she not dead? Like, that part I didn't understand. Like, why... Why is she in the freezer still alive? Is she not dead? I guess not. She might be. She Obviously, she is now, but... Yeah, but did did, did that, like... Were you thinking that when you watched that part, or... Yeah, she was... I mean, she was hanging by a hook. Like, I don't know how long you can bleed out before you die, but... Yeah. Maybe he was just... I don't know, like... And I thought it was weird that, like, after Leatherface knocked that dude out, they didn't show what he did with the body. He just, like, went and sat in the chair and, like, held his head, like... Like, what the fuck am I doing? Or what have I done? Like, he's, like, thinking he's, like, a... I don't know. It was just crazy. I loved it. But I hated it at the same time. It just makes you think. Like that's the best part about movies. Yeah. Um well a couple of couple of the tropes obviously we talked about the final girl. Um she's the only one to make it away. This this ep- or this movie didn't portray her as pure because there wasn't really that much sex. I guess the first two the the first couple was obviously promiscuous, but yeah. Um, that's what they were because they were like we'll see you in a few hours like yeah so I mean obviously I get that so 
but she just didn't come off like as pure as Jamie Lee Curtis, Lori did in Halloween. Yeah. So, um, but she's still the final girl. Um, another another trope that we didn't talk about last week is warning not to go, like warning not to go somewhere. And there were three instances of that in this. Let's see if you picked up on any of this. Uh, the first time when they stopped at the graveyard, they had that drunk hillbilly that was just mumbling some like cryptic warning <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's the first warning. Um, basically telling, hey, yo, y'all need to just not be here. Yeah. Um, another one was they stopped at the gas station and the proprietor, who later ends up being Leatherface's father. Told him not to uh, go to that house. His literal words were not to go to that house. Don't go playing around people's houses. They don't, they don't like that around here. That's right. Um, and then the last one that I picked up on was Franklin tried to tell Sally to stay at the van. Like, yep. he was like, we just need to stay here. You should have listened. Which sucks, because they took the keys. Remember that? That's what I'm thinking, like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they always take the keys. <clears throat> I, uh, another thing I did think was pretty cool, it was a good, like, I liked, was when they did stop at that, where the drunken guy was and everything, and they opened the van, they opened the van door, well, the door slid over to cover the blood that was on the side of it, so no one really seen it. You know what I mean? Like, the people at that, that I think it was the... Uh, Oh, no, it was the gas station, wasn't it? Where yeah, he was washing the windows. Because the, they stopped at the graveyard, and then they ended up finding the hitchhiker guy. Yeah. So the blood wasn't on there yet. But yeah, yeah. when he... When they were washing the windows. Like, the guy sitting there just, like, washing the window, and there's blood on the side of the thing. Yeah. But the van door's open, so it's covering it. Right. I just remember thinking, like, oh, they wouldn't have noticed it. Right. <clears throat> but, yeah. Um, Another traditional trope is girl runs and falls. Every horror film that we watch, there's a girl at some point in time, like you said, she just, ah, she falls. Like, of course that happens. Um, and then splitting up. Whenever a group split up, it's like, okay, well, you're next. You're next. You're it's, the weakest link. Don't, so if, if you're out doing this kind of thing, people, stay stay together. <laughs> stay together and have weapons. Just like shit. <laughs> and, you know, like... Leave the car keys in the car. <laughs> We're talking out of the car at all. Yeah. Make sure you're you got gas before you head down the creepy ass road. <laughs> like, I understand you stopped at a gas station to get gas, and they told you there wasn't any gas, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess they were close to the destination. I did that a lot actually. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I got I got a little under half a tank. I can make it there, and then in the morning you go get gas. I barely ever let it get under three quarters. <laughs> yeah, but. I usually drive like to Miami and I'm like yeah. I'm like after at that point I'm just ready to get there so I guess I see where they're coming from. Um, I'd be tripped. <laughs> I thought it was an overall good movie. Um 2003's remake with our girl Jessica Biel was a lot better. But for a 1974 horror flick, one of the first slasher films, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. I don't it was alright. It was just, like I said, there was just a lot of shit that irritated me. So maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i not such a dickhead after all. I'm just, I just had to vent to the listeners and hopefully I could hear them talk shit about me. Because that'd be nice just to <laughs> know what you guys think. But uh, Speaking of you guys, um, I do check the analytics because I'm a psychopath like that every like half hour. But uh, we had a listener that was in Ireland. So if you're listening to us, Ireland, I want to give a shout out to... To all of you out there. Why are you talking like you're from Ireland? I'm sorry, I gotta be a dick to you. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest, I wasn't trying, it just came out. If you're anywhere from around the world, thank you for listening. 
and please continue to listen and share the podcast. We just we just want you know you guys to hear what we think about these movies. We're picking movies every week, uh, but I do want to go back in. I got a couple things in closing for me. Absolutely. Towards the end of the movie, so Sally somehow managed to get away from them after he got she got hit with a hammer, and she jumped through another window. <laughs> And somehow, Final girl <laughs> somehow managed to run down a driveway with a perfectly healthy villain. I know he was toying with her, but like he could have got her by the time they got to the road. That was another great. When he got hit by the semi, I knew that was happening. I knew he was about to get. <laughs> that was by. beautiful. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. <clears throat> and then my my what the fuck was? Why the fuck did the trucker? Like, he got out of the truck, I understand, got the girl. They got in the truck and right. shut the door. I was going to ask you the same they thing. They didn't start the truck. They got out the other side. Like, he was he was sawing out the door, but it was literally just taking paint off. It yes. wasn't like it was going through the metal, so he could have just started it up and peace. Or but... never stopped it. I mean, the bitch came out covered in blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> But then, like... Instead, they get out of the other side. Yeah, I know, and I was just like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> she jumps in the back of a truck... And takes and they take off and she's like laughing pretty much. They don't show what the fuck happened to the trucker. <laughs> My guy came to save her and she got him killed pretty much. Like, shout out to you truckers. Don't stop for these bloody bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was just like pretty much what I like what I took notes on and I like Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Like when he got hit by that car, I knew I knew it was gonna happen because the house how they were so close to each other going down the driveway. And then once they got out to the road, somehow they just got separate. Like there was a big gap. Yeah. And then they focused on him more than they just, I mean, sh- <laughs> bravo to the way you made that. Cause <laughs> that guy needed to die. <laughs> and then it, it just ends on her laughing in the back of the pickup truck and, uh, Leatherface just oddly swinging the, uh, chainsaw <laughs> in the air. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't do it like the way you see it, like from the two thousand, you know, the other one where he's like holding it above his head, like ah. Yeah. He's but, almost like dancing and ballet with it. Yeah, that's literally what I thought. Like, oh shit, he's, I mean, he's crazy. So maybe that's what he was doing. I don't know, but I mean, that's all I got for this one. Um, you got anything else you want to add? No, I mean, that's like I said. I thought it was a good movie. Um, two thousand three remake lot better but it was still it's still a classic slasher it opened the doors for a lot more slashers i mean halloween took inspiration from it too so yeah i think think it was a movie that needed to be made and well done yeah no you know it it made for a better one later down the road in my opinion i just i understand like beginners so like whenever our movie comes out like please be easy on us Forty years later, it's gonna be reviewed by two jackasses with a microphone. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be a microphone in that in forty years from I know, right? Twenty forty? <laughs> like oh God. I don't wanna know. But again, you can follow us on Instagram. I'm gonna hit you with the plug again. Um it's uh two bros and a review. You know, you hit that at sign. The number two. The number two spelled out T W O Bros and a Review. Uh, just follow us on there. Give us likes. Give us follows. Again, you know, share it, comment, message, everything you have to do. 
And we're new to this game, so I don't know much about it. Maybe you know a little more. But uh, I always hear podcasts I listen to talk about uh, giving us reviews and stuff. So if that's a possibility for y'all, go ahead and do that. Yeah. And on our end, we'll try to figure out exactly what we need to do to make that kind of thing happen anyways. Yeah. And if uh, if you're still in the mood to keep listening to some podcasts, you can listen to some of my previous ones. It is uh, Stories of Our Lives. That's where my, my best friend Seth and I, we tell you some fucked up stories from our lives, whether it's past, present, or you know, in between. <laughs> and even if you don't know the people, it's a good listen. I listen to it all the time. I, I love it. I'm glad they're going to start getting back in there and, and putting out some more content. Um, another thing, I'm going to plug it again because I love my brother. Uh, those random guys. Yeah. The TRG Network. TRG. I always want to say it wrong. TRG Network. Give that a listen. It's, uh, I reached out to him. He he listened to ours too. And I uh, said, what do I got to do to get a plug ski on his? So... <laughs> I'll keep on plugging it. Yeah, it's uh, our brother. It's our brother Corey and his best friend. I've known him like when I went down there. Tommy McGill. The, they're hilarious. They, I think they just had an anniversary for their podcast, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. I think it was like a year, a solid year of like putting out good content. <laughs> yep. Man, the the Publix one. Man, if you guys don't know about Publix, you need to research it and listen <laughs> to his podcast. Best place to poop is what I'm told. Oh, best place to best. Yeah, I can't even talk. I'm thinking about how good the how good the subs and how great the toilets are. You know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just you know, give us a follow, give us a like, message us, plug us, tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your enemies, everybody, let them know. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and let you know. So next week, we're gonna have to watch and review Pet Cemetery Two. So that's that's my pick. <laughs> that is going to be interesting because not only have I not seen Pet Cemetery two, I have not seen Pet Cemetery one. That you so, recall? I'm almost positive I have. Maybe I I have, but that's okay. that's uh one that's I'm gonna be fully into and do my best to take notes. But I also like to to watch the movie. So yeah, I know I know we we're picking originals and stuff like that. But like, in my humble opinion, the second one is just like. I don't want to spoil anything right now. You guys have to wait until next week. So, all right. Sounds good. Signing off. This is Kyle Webb. This is Brother Nathan Webb. And you're listening to Two Brothers in a Review. See, See you, you next, next week. week.